Hello to all the podcaster listeners who's listening at this moment. Today is February 14th. It is Valentine's Day. My name is Chami Choi. I'm a freshman here at Sacred Heart Cathedral. Uh, joining with me today is Mr. Ethan Arguello for a special project for my English class. Ethan, how's it going? It's amazing. I was dragged along to do this, but I'm happy. Mm, nice. And Ethan, care to explain to my teacher who you are? And I'm Ethan Arguello. I also go to SHC. I'm Chami's friend, and I am in Miss Ananag's English class. And you're also reading the Odyssey as well. Yes, we also finished. Same here. And also, you, you are doing the same project as I am, right? Or is that what everyone is doing now? Uh, yes, I am also going to be doing the podcast because you know we have a podcast. So mm, we have a podcast. We have a podcast. Mr. Roberts is called the conversation with the good fellas ethan and i are uh, or i am the main host and ethan's just like always our favorite guest to invite in all episodes ethan don't give me that look please but today uh we're here to do my project and which is part one of the characters of their actions and motivations in the odyssey starting off with one of my favorite characters in the book is telemachus he is the son of Odysseus. When Odysseus left for Troy, Telemachus was already an adult at the beginning of the story. He has an obstacle, which is the suitors, desperately courting to his mother to, you know, to rouse up her courage. And in spite of his bravery and good heart, he initially lacks the poise and faith to oppose them, the suitors. And during the story, I guess I consider him as the hero because, like, you know, he, before Athena, like, roused up his courage, like, he... Like, he was motivated by Athena's, you know, like, you know, voice, obviously disguised as a soldier in the, in Ithaca, and therefore Telemachus was like, you know what, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge the suitors to get off my father's, you know, land and just, you know, get my father back, you know, Ethan, what do you say to that about Telemachus? Um, I actually really enjoy the character, reading about him, learning about him. I feel like he was actually able to follow some parts of the hero's journey. Mm, yes, and yes. I feel like he's an underdog in some cases. Next character, we have Odysseus, the main character of the Odyssey. He's the protagonist of the Odyssey. He's battled with the other Greek heroes at Troy during the Trojan War and now is returning to return to his kingdom in Ithaca. Odysseus is the husband of Queen Penelope and the father of Prince Telemachus, in which I have described earlier. And while he was a strong and brave fighter, he was better known for a lot of his war tactics, like facing off with Sidon's son, the Cyclops. And he's probably one of the most favorite goddess Athena, who always sends him divine assistance and guidance, but the bitter enemy of Poseidon, who ruins his journey most of the time. And therefore, like, he thinks that he's cursed just because he, he like, I guess, like, severed an eye in the Cyclops' eye, which is pretty pretty cool. I think that's one of the greatest scenes in the Odyssey. But I want to ask you, either, what was your favorite scene in the Odyssey? In the Odyssey? Um, this is probably very practical, but probably my favorite scene was the very final battle where uh, Odysseus takes on the suitors. I just like seeing how the plot was uh, building up to that point mm -hmm. and how you could see how they were planning to move the women out 
I still remember the scene where uh, Telemachus told his mother to move upstairs and Athena appeared right behind him and gave him a gave her a little wink. A wink? Oh yeah, I do. Yes. Yeah, I do remember that. I do. So you love the violence part, the violent like the most violent, the most like blood boiling scene in the whole book. It was peaceful. Peaceful. Yeah, I don't consider that as a peaceful thing. But the one thing I don't like about the one thing that's weird about Odysseus is um, how he cheated on his wife. <laughs> and when he returned, he's like, woman, there's a secret you and I kept for a very long time. It's me. Like the bed, the bed was a secret thing, right? Um, yeah, that was a secret. <laughs> and in previously Ethan, you said that he slept with at least three women is that is that correct i believe it is three including his wife mm -hmm. i may be mistaken though yeah but i think odysseus really con i would consider him as like the true hero because like i guess like for him because of athena's um courage and motivation to odysseus i guess like odysseus i guess when an Athena showed up, I, um, he would assume that the gods have finally sided with them, and finally he could depart from the island where he was um, trapped in for more than 10 years or 7 years, and then he was, he was you know, telling stories to, um, to every kingdom or to every island that he has stopped by, and, you know, but obviously the one thing that I love about Odysseus is his hospitality. Um, it, how do you pronounce it? It starts with an X, like Xenia. 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 Yeah, and that was part of a big thing. That was a big deal in the Greek, in every Greek mythology and during the Greek times, because you know you gotta respect the gods. You know, it's a, it's like a religion basically. And and Ethan sure. And Ethan, what do you con do? You treat me with respect. Is that? Yes, I treat you with very much respect. I am. I have much respect for you, Tommy, and your work ethic. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> okay, moving on. We have Odysseus' wife, uh, Penelope, and Telemachus' mother. Pe Penelope spent her days in the palace um, pinning for the husband who had left for Troy 20 years ago and had never returned. And the author depicts her as an often fugitive and excitable, but also as clever and steadfastly loyal to her husband. An example in that book is when the beggar, or Odysseus disguised, is when he was in... Ithaca and the wife or Penelope decided to make a competition which the bone arrow where they could um, reach the I guess the string to the to the bow and then whoever could get it will become Penelope's wife therefore the beggar did it Odysseus and it worked happily ever after but the ironic thing is that you two are already married so what the heck but it was a pretty good twist overall, I think. I think Odysseus had a great idea of just um, keeping keeping it, keeping patience to reveal who he finally was. Because it would be weird if he would reveal his identity when he first arrived. Because the suitors would be like, oh dude, you're back already? It's going to be all awkward and weird. So therefore, they got to find the right timing to, you know, overthrow the suitors. And finally, when it's when the time is at ease, they could finally just, you know, settle things with his wife besides keeping the secret, you know? And finally, we have Athena. Athena is the daughter of Zeus, the goddess of wisdom, the purpose of war, and the feminine of arts. 
or arts, a womanly arts. Athena, I would consider herself as the mentor because she helps Odysseus and Telemachus with supernatural powers in this graphic novel. She speaks for them in the councils of the gods of Mount Olympus in, I guess, book one. And she also appears in disguise as mentor and an old acquaintance of Odysseus. So I guess I wrote an essay about Athena a while back for, this is one of our TCECC quiz, Ethan, and I guess I, I wrote about like two pages on, or like one to two pages about who, um, who this Athena was. Um, Athena, back when I was, back when I was reading like Percy Jackson books, like, you know, it had a huge connection to Greek mythology. I just, I just wanted to read mostly about the gods and I haven't really heard about Athena and this, and this was the perfect opportunity to know who Athena was. And she, I guess she was kind of like the Dumbledore type of character to in the story although she's a woman and she's very very you know young looking compared to Odysseus obviously but she does have this like like soul in her body saying that Odysseus deserves a second chance to return to his family after all the sins that he has committed including cheating on his wife um and not informing his son that he would return after 20 years and I guess Athena has a really good heart, and it's like an example of how today, of forgiveness, of how forgiveness is real, is a real thing. People deserve a second chance. They learn from their mistakes, like just like how Odysseus did. Therefore, he could be, become like an example to Telemachus, and therefore Telemachus in the later uh, myths, that he's a great hero, that he's considered to be a hero, and, a, and he was all inspired, and he gives his gratitude and respect, faith to Athena and Odysseus. So therefore, I think Odini Athena plays a, an important role in the Odyssey. And I think, I guess, I would consider her as my favorite, favorite character. Now, moving on to the interview part. This is where Ethan comes in. Ethan, you ready, bro? I am very ready. All right. So what, so what does each character remind you of? And let me remind you again, there's Telemachus, Odysseus, Penelope, Athena, or whatever from, from your standpoint. Okay. So let's start off with Odysseus. Yeah. Um, I would most uh, relate him to uh, the gladiator, Russell Crowe. Oh, yes. Maximus. Very, yeah. uh -huh. Yes, thank uh -huh. you. Yes. He's very war-driven, mm -hmm. very wise in the field of battle. Mm -hmm. Offers a and, lot of faith, wisdom. Mm -hmm. Usually comes out victorious. That's what Rarely all heroes loses. are for, right? Exactly. And now on to Athena. And I think Athena and Telemachus go hand in hand. So I'm going to use Athena as Iron Man. Shout out to Marvel. And then Telemachus as Spider-Man. I know this is this could be a reach. Wow. The, hear me the, I never knew that, dude. I, I actually never knew that. That was pretty. Hear me out. Hear me out. So Athena is Iron Man. Mm -hmm. And she is the mentor to Telemachus. Just how Iron Man is the mentor to Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Telemachus is on the younger side. Mm -hmm. Not used to like different fields just mm -hmm. how he didn't know how to go to outer space but iron man took him under <laughs> his wing yeah. and taught him the ropes of being a superhero mm -hmm. i guess i would consider athena as like i like i said before uh as dumbledore and harry potter because harry potter obviously didn't know what the what his other side was and what his destiny was the wizarding world and he's actually a wizard because both of his parents were wizards and dumbledore who was great comrades and acquaintances to his parents promised his parents that he would take care of Harry Potter, you know? And it's like Athena, it's like Dumbledore giving his 
you know, like wisdom and respect to Harry Potter and that Harry Potter will later learn from it. And therefore, as and eventually, unlike Athena, Dumbledore does sacrifice for himself because, you know, it's all part of the plan where Harry Potter is like, you know, trying to save Harry Potter from like the Elder One. And so, but I don't want to get into that because that's off topic. But like, I guess the mentor type is a really important um, role in every kind of story, you know? And obviously, Ethan, I don't know if you watch a lot of movies, but like, uh, isn't it, don't you notice in like every like movie, like inspirational movie, like you see those like mentor types? Yeah, exactly. So I would like, especially in Star Wars, because you know how um, inspiring Star Wars is? Mm -hmm. Like you see mentors all over the place, Yoda to Luke. Uh, Qui-Gon to Obi-Wan and then Obi-Wan to Anakin. Anakin and then to Palpatine Ahsoka. to Anakin. Palpatine to Darth Vader. I yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't want to go in there, though. The dark side. <laughs> Moving on. And Ethan, who is your favorite character in the Odyssey? I would say my favorite character has to be Telemachus. And why is that? I would mainly say because he's the underdog. Mm -hmm. Like... Especially because... Um, like, he's the detective? Like, he wants to know the truth, basically? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, like, compared to his father, he's not, like, up there. He's not as well-known. People don't fear him like his father. Mm -hmm. So I classify him as the underdog. Mm -hmm. And to watch him, like, go out and travel, look for word of his father, like, see him build up the courage to go out there, mm -hmm. just beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful story. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I I guess. And let let me ask you, Ethan, again. This is a simple question. It's a simple question. Um, let's say, like you know, your father or like any other relative is missing. Would you before like any other person would be like, yo, do you you really want to know where this person is? This is like your father. This is like your mom. This is your sister or whatever. Like, don't you want to know what happened to them instead of, instead of just sitting here every single day, just watching, you know, your enemies taking over, taking your place? What would you do? If I mean, yeah, absolutely. I would want to know where they are. I mean, but it would be a little different in today's world because now we have policemen. So they would be doing a lot of the work and I would probably just be giving them information like where they live, where I've seen them. Just to help him out, because, you know, but don't dangerous you, world but don't, up there, and I don't want to get involved, just in case uh, dangerous criminals kidnap them. I, I mean, I, I would assume, but, like, can, but don't you, don't you, like, want to know for yourself? Don't you want to figure out your own investigation, form up your investigation, though? I mean, to form my own investigation, that's a reach. I mean, I'm a 14-year-old child. This is the real world we're dealing with. Okay, I mean, you, you're never too young to do anything, so, or you're never old enough to do anything, but all right, all right, you little man-child. Well, final question is, which character besides the four above is the most relatable to you? I would say the most relatable mm -hmm. is Emmaus, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, uh, can I give my insight on why Emmaus um, is relatable to you? Sure, go ahead. I mean... For you, like me, I always picture myself as a main character because I'm me. I'm Chami Choi. I'm here to look at the world. I'm here to find out what this real world is about, what my destiny is. And obviously, along the way, alongside my journey, there's always a sidekick. There's always a friend, you know, a supporting role of character. And I think you, and I think you may as, I think at the end, kind of like, 
exemplifies of what like a, a friend is. He helps out the disguised Odysseus with hospitality, provides him with the weapons and supplies to get rid of the suitors. And I think you, Ethan, you helped me create this podcast back in May. Um, I honestly ask myself every single day of my life, why the heck I chose you to be my co-host? But you actually handled it well. There were a few episodes where I literally hated your performance because you were so dumb, like right now, what you're doing in the camera. And also... But some of the episodes, you provide good wisdom, provide you advice to me. And honestly, you've been my bro ever since um, I was born. Um, I know, man. Love you too. And I just can't wait for the next four years. I hope I turn into like an old beggar and you don't recognize me and you help me and instead of betraying me. W- w- would you betray me though? I would never betray you, John, man. Never. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all the time I have on the podcast, Ethan. You could stop laughing now on your own silent time. But Ethan, you said that you have your own uh, episode or own podcasting coming out. Yes, I will be creating my own podcasting, talking about the Odyssey. That concludes with our time with this English project uh, part one of this podcast. Thank you for joining Mr. Frank Roberts or any other listener who's interested in Greek mythology. We'll see you guys in part. Two, thank you very much. This has been the Chami Choi Podcast. Adios, amigo.